0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Tyler Watkins, and this is...
1: <laughs> John, John, Paul, Daniel, Sadkin, De La Garza, III. the third. The uh, third. Hopefully it stops there, maybe. Okay, that was Yeah, yeah, up, it but. stops there, stops there. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is a podcast uh, where we're gonna talk about what it was like getting sober young in the many areas of recovery that we've experienced. John and I have both been sober for over seven? Yeah, over seven, seven years. years. As of today which is may 1st of 2022 and um man look here's the deal john and i obviously have seen a need for what would you call it just uh, more i want. i don't want to say like resources but it, but we need to educate people on what the reality of the the young crowd is going through
1: yeah like i i feel like um um there are a lot of justifications and or reasons on why uh, young people consider themselves to not be drug addicts or alcoholics and but they are. And so like part of that education is just letting people know what it what it what it, <clears throat> it means to be a drug addict and alcoholic even though you might be young. Um, and also, you know, I, I guess a part of that well, too was to help the, help families. Well, yeah, know? and not
0: only that, but uh, not only enlightening people on what it looks like to be a drug addict, alcoholic at a young age, but also what it looks like to get sober. Yes. Right? I mean, I think that was probably uh, one, one of the first things when, when I went to like an AA meeting mm-hmm. at 17, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? There's like a bunch of old people. Mm-hmm. They're talking about spiritual experiences. I'm like, man, this is way out of my
1: yep. league, dude. Yep. No, yeah. The lingo was one. I didn't know the lingo at all. At all. <laughs> so like, not like spiritual experiences. Yep. Never heard of that. Yep. Ever. And, and then also like, like quite literally being like three decades younger than everybody Absolutely. else in some of these meetings. Yeah. So a big reason why we're doing this is to not only
0: just bring some light onto the reality of the situation, which is that the I would say the age of of people that could qualify themselves as drug addicts and alcoholics, whether they're aware of it or not, is just getting younger and younger by the year. Mm-hmm. Right? I yep. mean, we're going from twenty to seventeen mm-hmm. to now, like four. Dude, I've talked to some thirteen, fourteen year olds, mm-hmm. and they are whipped. Yep.
1: It sounded like a door was opening. Yeah. Is somebody pulling a B and E? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be bad under our time, right? It'd be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad for them though. We got two. F- yeah, we got. We it got TikTok them. We live have, going. We have,
0: oh yeah, what's up TikTok? <laughs> what's live? up TikTok? Hey, if you guys don't follow me on TikTok, it's at underscore t y e l u r. Tell them.
1: Is it good? Yes, Tyler's name is spelled weird. But it, my, it is actually my, phenomenal. Hold on, hold on
0: let, let me talk about something really quick. Yep. My one name is spelled weird. Would I rather have one name? spelled weird or seven different names does it even fit on your driver's license
1: uh yes (laughs) yes it does (laughs) hell yeah anyways back to what we're (laughs) i remember the first time like like i had to write my full name and i didn't i was pretty your your hand started cramping (laughs) yeah yeah, i started cramping, but i got winded no i didn't know how to spell (laughs) daniel because i just never spelled it Oh my god! Like Paul was easy enough, but Daniel was like I didn't, I didn't, I knew D A N, but I didn't know like where the E or the I went.
0: Six letters compared to four is real tough. Yeah, yeah, it was real tough, real tough, real hard. So, anyways, um, this is definitely for the young crowd as well. If they wanted to follow along with whatever we're talking about, I mean, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of stuff. John and I have a ton of experience in recovery. We have a ton of experience in drug addiction and alcoholism, full blown. You know, so we feel absolutely qualified to be a resource of whatever that means. Support information
1: um maybe smashing some
0: uh what stereotypes
1: yeah i would say smashing stereotypes um and just really giving a a good accurate representation of what it looks like to to get fucking sober young dude because it is tight like i don't know Uh, it is so cool for me no i mean like what i tell people all the time is like because I got sober at 17 and I've stayed sober, yeah. it's like that 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 tells you something. Dude. You know, I typically would say like if this life wasn't significantly better than that old way yeah. of living, then I wouldn't still be here. Absolutely. Like I didn't lose anything like I thought mm-hmm. I was, you know. You know what's really funny too <clears throat> is like whenever we got sober, we heard it all the time, so mm-hmm. you know, around
0: the rooms and in sober living. I mean, just the people we met, they're like, Man, I wish I got it that young. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh man, you have your whole life ahead of you. And I'm like, Okay, cool. And now, like seven years later, at twenty five, I'm like, yep. dude, they were fucking. right. They were absolutely right. They were right. This is badass. Like, and I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm because I remember like meeting people, and I'm like, dude, yeah, you got two years sober, and you're like twenty five, man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like seven years sober at twenty five, and I'm like, dude, this is like, le- <laughs> this is legit. This is legit. Like, yeah. and I and we do like a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, okay, so you know, one of the things. Well, I guess we shouldn't get too off track with <clears throat> the direction we're going, but, um, yeah. Smashing stereotypes. Yep. Because this shit's freaking cool.
1: At, yeah,
0: 100%. And it's like, here's the deal. It's like, the truth is, is, like I had no idea what it was going to look like. The other truth is, I did not care. Like, if I had any hesitation to get sober, there were some reservations there. Mm-hmm. Whatever that was. I mm-hmm. still want to drink. I still want to get fucked
1: up. I mean, you name it. Yeah. right. So whenever you say you do not care, what you're saying is, like, I don't care what I what happens afterward, I just can't keep doing this. Exactly. Like, I don't know what the next steps are, but what I do know is that I'm sitting on a fire
0: Mm -hmm. and it is burning. the. Mm -hmm. You know, it is burning me. And so I knew that I had to get up out of there Mm -hmm. and that's all. But, but that wasn't the case the very first time, the very first time I got sober and like, you know, got put into residential treatment. It was like, "Mm, I get that. I have a problem. I'm not really into this whole sobriety thing. What am I going to do? Which is a very, that's a, that's a good question to ask. Yeah. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. All I've done is drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like like we were talking about the other time, it's my source. Mm-hmm. You know, what what does it look like? You know, and so like going to do stuff like this, going to, I don't know, treatment centers or just talking to people, helping people get sober. It's yep. like that accurate representation mm-hmm. of like, you know, here's what we are going to do and yep. it's going to be badass.
1: Yeah, it's going to be badass. It's going to be gnarly. And you're going to have a lot of fun doing it.
0: Yeah. Which didn't I, think about it.
1: Yeah, didn't, didn't think it was going to be fun at all. Dude, I tell... Well, I don't, okay.
0: And here's the other thing too. I grew up differently. Okay, so, you know, I grew up with a curfew. I grew up with I had to be home at a certain time on the, on the weekdays. You know, I got driven everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad waited for me at the skate park. Like I was pretty monitored, I would say, right? At all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends uh, weren't, you know, a lot of my friends weren't. Mm-hmm. You know, let's take a look at... Lee, (laughs) our boy, Lee, our boy, right? Lee, Lee did whatever he wanted to, man. Mm -hmm. You know, it was totally cool. And all my friends over there too, like, you know, it wasn't, their parents weren't like, hey, what are you doing? It's 12 o'clock on a Tuesday, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. come home, right? Um, Whereas like my parents were like, you know, you got to be home by like eight o'clock or whatever, you know, and I was. So whenever I got sober and obviously we had a sober house curfew. Yeah. I could do whatever I wanted to. Having that freedom to actually just go experience what's been in front of me this whole time, like going and playing basketball with you when you mm-hmm. would tackle me on the court, on the on the yep. cement court, mm-hmm. you know, uh, stuff like that was fun. Or like taking the car and going to Taco Bell just because mm-hmm. we can't, like that. Just
1: just cause we can't. Just cause no we no reason at
0: all. No freaking reason. Like you know, it was one of those things for me getting sober that was like, uh, and obviously we were adults do i mean legally right yeah, like, yeah. legally we're adults legally we were adults and so like going out to taco bell or just going to the 360 overlook and just mm-hmm. hanging out like just being able to go do that and go experience that was the start and it was more than enough mm-hmm. it was more than enough to be like wow this feels i don't know liberating i guess
1: yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, I would say, like, just just the ability to hang out with someone or someones, and, like, it's not, like, a constant state of anxiety and worry. Yeah. You know, like, I know, like, you know, whenever I was out there running the gun, and it was, like, if I was hanging out with you, I either wanted something from you or you wanted something from me, uh-huh. and then I get then I get sober at a young age, I'm in a, and I'm, you know, checking to sober living, and I meet other, you know, young guys um, that, like, literally, like, literally, we just all wanted to go and have a good time, together yeah and like whatever that meant was whatever that meant depending on the day Mm -hmm. you know we'd go to the pool hall go to corpus christi on that whim you know what a time yeah one day we're gonna go to mexico luckily thank god luckily somebody didn't have a passport passport. you know jackson um, jackson turns out you can go to mexico without a passport you You just can't can't come come back back. yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) that'd have been a big old l
1: i don't know a lot about mexico but i don't think you would have made it no absolutely
0: not especially the fraud you know, it's like you, you don't, you're not even Mexican. The fraud. Yeah, you're a fraud, dude.
1: Oh, a fraud. Yeah. You're, yeah, not, yeah. you're not Mexican. Yeah, I'm Spanish. Spanish. Which, which I learned. And you don't I know like, any I like Spanish. 20. Hey, I know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You no, wouldn't make it. No, and Jackson, habla, definitely. No habla español. I think it's hablo. No ha- habla. Hablo. Te amo.
0: Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I know what's really funny too is you, as you say that, um, just being able to go do things right on a whim. Whenever I was in drug addiction, and um, I don't know, let's say like I just walked out of my house because I didn't care anymore, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and and it was like one o'clock on a Tuesday, and of course I was getting you know high and stuff, but like just for the first time, I was finally able to like literally just make decisions mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. whatever that meant. It obviously wasn't any good decisions, nope. um, but it was so funny. I guess it was probably. I was probably 16, maybe 15. My dad would probably know a little bit more whenever I started being a, being a little shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, it was like, Hey, guess what? You can like lock the, lock the door, lock the windows, put bars up. Like I'm just going to walk out of the house. Mm -hmm. And whenever I started making those kinds of decisions is whenever I started experiencing like, Oh, I can just continue to make decisions like Mm -hmm. this and do and get what I want, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like coming into sobriety, coming into recovery and, I don't know, making those decisions to go do whatever, mm-hmm. right? And obviously, in a more healthy manner. It's like it was totally different, but yet I still experienced that same type of, I don't know, independence, uh, freedom. I don't know. It was one of those things that yeah. I really
1: looked forward to. I would honestly say Just doing like whatever I wanted, much more independent. Like whenever it came to drugs and alcohol, and like leaving the house, at like whatever time, yeah. it was like because I because I was dictated to. Yeah. Like I needed to go get high, yeah, yeah. and there wasn't like, it wasn't like I had fun. You know, mm-hmm. like riding my bike twenty miles to go do whatever the <laughs> hell. You know, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but as soon as I got sober, uh, and you know, I got introduced to a, to a solution to my problems and stuff. And like, I was able to do stuff because I honestly wanted to, you know, not because I felt this burning, you know, uh, desire to go, you know, get high or get drunk. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What a time, man, getting sober at a young age. Mm -hmm. Yeah.